Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, hi, this is Dan Miller. You know, there are a lot of ways to take care of business. Today, we're going to have kind of a theme And what I'm going to talk about, that theme is, should this person be in your mastermind? Well, the mastermind is something that comes up again and again and again. It's one of the most consistent themes that I have questions regarding how you put one together. So I'm going to share a few of those questions. I'm going to talk mostly today just about that. What is a mastermind? How can it benefit you? How do you put one together? How do you find one? How do you get rid of somebody you don't want in yours anymore? I mean, there are so many issues. We're just going to go through a few of those just to whet your appetite because I believe it's a vitally important concept to understand the power of the mastermind. Our sponsor today is audible.com. You hear me talk about them. I've got, I've got a clip that I'm going to play you from an audible book today. I'm excited about that. You'll see how it fits in here in a little bit, but you can always go to audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days and get a free audiobook download. Choose from over 150 titles there and certainly a wealth of wisdom and information there for us. Well, here's some of the questions that I get. Now, what I did, here's how I can find these instantly. If I just put in the search bar, go to my podcast questions, the email file where all your questions come in there. If I just go there and put mastermind in the search, I get hundreds and hundreds of questions that have accumulated that deal with how will being in the mastermind group change my life? Dan, I'm new in this city. How can I find a mastermind group? How do I choose people for my mastermind group? How do I run a mastermind group? Well, and they go on and on and on. I want to share with you some examples, some of the things that I've done, some of the people whose brains I pick regularly about their masterminds, and just talk about this concept and how it can dramatically increase your success. Well, our quotation today comes from Proverbs 27, verse 17, where it says, just as iron sharpens iron, friends sharpen the minds of each other. That pretty well defines the principle of the mastermind. It's exactly what we do. Sharpen each other's minds and get the benefit of the wisdom and resources of other people. Well, a couple quick success stories here I'll tell you about. Tom Hendrickson says, Dan, I want to thank you for inspiring me for many years. My first book, Cracking the Career Code, is going to ship soon. And I want to send you a copy. I mentioned you in the acknowledgments. You and the 48 Days community are so helpful in us all finding our chosen path. Please send me your shipping address when you can. The sales of the book and speaking engagements are going to pay for my trip to Coaching with Excellence. Yeah, I love that. Love that. Congratulations, Tom, on your book. Yeah, I'll be delighted to send you my address and see a copy of Cracking the Career Code. I love that with a clear goal. You're going to sell that, use the profits to come to one of the events here at the Sanctuary Coaching with Excellence. Well, that's cool. Well, here's another, got a note from another friend who has um, 
come to one of our events. I'm going to tell you about that event as well. But this comes from Ruth Sukup, who has a brand new book out called Living Well, Spending Less. I met her about a year ago. She says, Dan, I'm not even sure where to start, but I wanted to let you know what a real and profound impact you've had on my life this past year. When I heard you speak and launch in April, it was like this new world of opportunities opened up to me. I remember thinking I could maybe double my income this year. Well, I've not doubled my income. I've nearly quadrupled it plus grown my email list from 30,000 to 160,000 and made the New York times list with my new book, living well, spending less. It's been a crazy year. Thanks to you. But the biggest impact you made in me was your genuine kindness. Twice. You took the time to reach out and encourage me when most people would not have bothered. This is the sort of teacher I want to be too. So thank you. Truly. Well, thank you, Ruth, for that sweet note. Uh, she's referring to the launch conference. Let me tell you a little bit about the launch conference real quick. Since, uh, I got it on my mind here. It is coming up again. It's going to be at the Rosen Plaza Hotel, beautiful resort hotel in Orlando, Florida, April 13th through the 16th. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes today. The quickest way you can get there. It's kind of a long URL, but I'll put a link to the launch conference. Now in this conference, we've really got four different components. Discover your assets. You know, what is it that you have of value that you can leverage? Design your product. Is that going to be in the form of a speech that you give, a book that you write, audio program you do, a podcast that you start, a blog, you know, an instructional manual? We're going to help you shape it. Then develop your market. How do you develop a market for what you're going to do? And then determine your value. How do you charge, whether that's speaking or for a book, in a seminar workshop, all those things will be going through. Now this is, you may think that this sounds a little familiar and here's what's happened. I've spoken at the launch conference the last three years. It's an event that is headed up by Ken Davis, who also does score the speaking conference, but Ken also has launch, which is kind of a, the, how do you get your message ready? The score is a, how do you shape your speech? If you want to get, if you want to get paid for speaking, but launch is kind of the precursor to that. And it's a wonderful, wonderful conference. I am not doing innovate anymore. And you may recognize a similarity. We got a lot of you asking about innovate. We're not doing that conference anymore. We did that for two years and it was really how to find your creativity and how to put legs on that. I've partnered with Ken Davis in his launch event. We're going to combine those launch is going to be pretty much what innovate used to be. So I'd love to see you there again. It's in Orlando, April 13th to the 16th. I'll put a note in the, um, a link in our notes to that event. Now I mentioned that our sponsor today is audible. I want to give you right away a suggestion, two suggestions for a book. The first one is think and grow rich. Now I told you I'm going to be talking about the mastermind concept today. There's nothing that has a more foundational presentation of what a mastermind is than the old classic think and grow rich. Now that was by Napoleon Hill. Many of you have read that. It's one of those I go back and read you know, repeatedly. It just has a lot of principles about how to do business, how to develop yourself, how to tap into your own assets, release those, and how to be successful. 
And one of the principles in there certainly is by spending time with other people. Now, I've got a little clip I'm going to play you from that. And, and what I've done in the link that I'm going to give you to Think and Grow Rich. Now, if you go to Think and Grow Rich, if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days and put in Think and Grow Rich, you're going to get about six or seven different options there. So there's a lot of options for that. What I am linking you to is the original audio done by Napoleon Hill himself. Now, there are other people who have done the complete audio, but to me, part of the experience is hearing the unique, distinctive voice of Napoleon Hill as he speaks. So I'm going to play that clip for you right now. I'm going to tell you another book that I'm going to recommend, and then we're going to talk about how do you put together a mastermind? How can you benefit from that? How do you organize it? And so on. So here's this clip from Napoleon Hill himself out of Think and Grow Rich about the power and the principle of the mastermind. We come now to the second of the 17 principles which lead to the master key with which you may open the door to the attainment of your definite major purpose in life. Uh, This principle of success is called the mastermind principle. I want you to understand the nature of the mastermind principle because you must use it before you can take possession of the master key. An understandable definition of the mastermind is this. It consists of two or more people who work in perfect harmony for the attainment of a definite purpose. Now, here are some interesting facts about the mastermind which uh, give you an idea of how important it is and how necessary that you embrace this principle and make use of it in attaining success in your chosen occupation. First of all, it is the principle through which you may borrow and use the education, the experience, the influence, and perhaps the capital of other people in carrying out your own plans in life. It is the principle through which you can accomplish in one year more than you could accomplish without it in a lifetime if you depended entirely upon your own efforts for success. And I have heard well-informed Bible students say that the first known application of the mastermind was that which existed between the Nazarene and his 12 disciples. Of one fact, I am absolutely sure. When you form a true mastermind alliance with others and uh, work with them in a spirit of perfect harmony, you can draw freely upon the spiritual forces within you in uh, carrying out your plans and desires. I also know that the mastermind principle can give you absolute protection against failure, provided always that your purpose in using this principle is beneficial to all whom you influence. In my research while organizing the science of success, I had the collaboration of practically every outstanding successful man this country has produced during the past 50 years. And I can tell you definitely that their success was due in the main to their knowledge and application of the mastermind principle. I wish also to call your attention to the fact that our great American way of life and our unmatchable system of free enterprise have been built upon the mastermind principle. The greatest document ever conceived by the mind of man is a perfect example of the mastermind principle in action. It is the declaration of independence and the best evidence of the importance of maintaining perfect harmony in a mastermind alliance may be found in the fact that the 56 men who signed the Declaration of Independence knew full well that it might turn out to be either a license of freedom for all mankind or a death warrant which would cause each of the signers to be hanged. 
There is no such thing as something for nothing. Everything, including your personal success, has a price that must be paid. And the only price you are requested to pay for the present is the effort necessary to do three simple things that I have suggested. Now, before you begin to take the three steps I have suggested, there is one important fact I wish to you to remember, and it is this. Control your mental attitude and make yourself friendly and agreeable with everyone with whom you are closely associated uh, if you expect friendly cooperation in return. Indifference cannot create a mastermind alliance for you. A negative mental attitude can bring you nothing but failure. Remember always, you are where you are and what you are because of your mental attitude in which you relate yourself to other people. Remember also, your mental attitude is the one and the only thing over which you have complete control. Success is something which has to be planned, and success is something which has to be earned in advance. True, there is such a thing as luck, but just remember that luck is something you can create for yourself if you know the rules and follow them just as I give them to you. Remember, too, that success in the higher brackets of achievement is something that can be had only by taking others along with you. And the best definition of success, which I know, is this. Success is the knowledge with which to get whatever you want from life without violating the rights of others and by helping others to acquire it. Uh, there is a known formula for the attainment of success, and it is as definite and certain as are the rules of mathematics or the principles of science. My purpose in these visits is to bring you that formula in simple terms that you can understand and apply but I can never give you that for which you are not ready. If you are ready to advance into the higher brackets of success, uh, you will recognize this fact by your willingness to follow the simple instructions I shall give you as we go along. Until then, please be of good cheer, will you? And just remember that your only real limitation is the one you accept and set up in your own mind. Well, there you go. I should have warned you. It's a little longer than a clip I normally use. It's five minutes, but just profound presentation of what a mastermind is all about. You know, every time I hear that, I, I hear new things in there. He talks about the, the laws of success are just as predictable as mathematical formulas. You know, sometimes we think, ah, it's kind of elusive. You know, it's kind of, you have to be lucky or in the right place. No, he says, you, if you do this, you just lay these things out. You're going to be successful. Well, he defines what that is and certainly a lot more. I encourage you to get that book, Think and Grow Rich. Again, go to audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days and get a free copy of that. Also, another one I want to recommend in kind of the same category is The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Again, that's been around a very long time. It's one I read at least once a year. Just go back through it. I've got Pages turned and highlighted at this point, but I go back through at least once a year. The Magic of Thinking Big. Those are two real key resources in this whole segment of how do you create a mastermind? How do you move ahead? How do you have success that most people only dream about? Now, also, I ought to just throw in here. I, I This is not just this kind of another aside, but I mean, most of you are aware at this point that that I have a complete course on how to start your own mastermind, how to create your own mastermind group. It's on Udemy. I'll put a link to that as well. It's $48. 
We've got lots and lots of people that have accessed that. I've got some stories from some people here that I want to share. But again, I'm going to go through just some of the basic principles about how to create your own mastermind group. Now I get questions like here's one from Gary and I, I want to join a mastermind group. I'm a psychologist who started a podcast to help families before, during and after divorce. I'd also like to start selling online products. Any suggestions would be most appreciated. Uh, Nathan says he just moved to Daytona beach for a new job. I'm really interested in the mastermind group since I want to keep my inspiration flowing despite corporate realities, but I don't know where to start since I don't know a single person here. I wouldn't want to do something like this with just anyone. Is there a special strategy to find or start a group that is worth sticking with from absolute scratch? Another question only comes from Matt. We moved to Spring Hill. The biggest struggle is to get out, meet new people. I'd love to start a mastermind group. Uh, Brian asked, uh, he wants to understand more about group coaching or mastermind opportunities as a strategy. Can we use mastermind to cover uh, a, a wide variety of, of things. Also, I ought to mention there's a group in 48days.net, a mastermind group. So you can go there to learn about all the things that I'm going to talk about here. You can learn about where there are groups and tell people, gee, you're new to Daytona, Daytona Beach and you're looking for a group. I mean, you can get suggestions, connections, resources there as well. Mastermind group in 48days.net. Now, this is the mastermind principle in its essence is it's just something that I see behind every winning athlete, every popular politician, every famous musician. I mean, every wealthy business person I know and pretty much everyone you can name who is successful in some way or another, you know, and it's, it's not IQ. It's not college GPA. It's not having the right family name or good looks. That's secret element. And of course I don't even like to use the word secret. Everything's a secret these days. The secrets reveal and the seven secrets. It's really no secret at all. I mean, you can just research it and you'll find that these people all are part of a mastermind group. And as Napoleon Hill just described, you know, everyone that he interviewed who was very successful was part of a mastermind group in some form or fashion. So how would you like to have your own hand team, your handpicked team of advisors that are committed to your personal success? I mean, what could you expect with expert advice, wise counsel, and a network of successful people at your fingertips? You know, sometimes we hear in business, especially that, gee, it's all about competition, crushing the competition and, you know, somehow eliminating them. That's really an old model. I mean, the thing that gets people ahead today is collaboration. If you're in a particular industry, you ought to be collaborating with other people in the same industry. So it's, it's not competition and it's in the collaboration and in collaboration, we tap into the principle of abundance, thinking that there's plenty for all of us. We can all be successful. Competition really comes from a position of scarcity. You know, if you get some, I have less. Well, that's really not how great businesses work these days. And the mastermind is exactly that where we share ideas and resources readily. I mean, I yesterday had a 90 minute conference call with a whole bunch of really smart people who are authors. And we were talking about how publishing has changed, but authors are a great example of that. You learn how to do things better with a book release, a book launch by sharing your ideas with other authors. They share theirs and together you all up, you know, richer and doing more in terms of being successful in what you're trying to do with your books. Now I, I wrote about, 
How to Create Your Own Mastermind Group. Produced a little ebook on it a couple years ago now. We put that out, had a lot of success with that, and started getting notes from people. And I got a note from a young guy who happened to live right here in Franklin, Tennessee. I did not know him at the time. I've since gotten to know him. His name is Tyler Ward, great young guy, a real leader in his own right, um, author, blogger, speaker. But I got a note from him, and he said, so three months ago, five guys and I started an experiment with your idea about the mastermind. We get together every Friday, smoke cigars, make it our primary goal to care just as much about the professional, relational, and spiritual success of the one next to us as we do our own. Since then, four of us have doubled our income, five of us have launched new businesses, and all of us have found a new level of fulfillment, both professionally and personally. That's in three months. I mean, what do you think their success is going to look like over the next three years? Now, me, I mean, I grew up, you know, as a farm kid in rural Ohio, but I quickly realized that I wanted to learn from people that I put in that category of masters of achievement. So I traveled, I called, I did whatever was necessary to spend time with people who are already living the life that I wanted to live. Now, that model has served me, you know, pretty well. I mean, I do have books that are New York Times bestsellers. I've had over 130,000 people that have registered for my weekly newsletter. We have about 15,000 people in our members only 48 days.net community. I've, um, you know, had the privilege of being on major networks for interviews. I've spoken at the white house, but it's in the small committed mastermind groups that I've received the encouragement, instruction and advice that open the doors to that kind of success. It really is. I mean, we, we hear, you've heard me talk about, and you've certainly heard from other places that Jim Rohn famously once said, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So just look around and you'll see how that principle is confirmed. We just visited somebody recently who just got out of prison. Uh, we have some connections there and uh, we encourage those who do. But we, we went to a little celebration party for a young guy who just out of prison. And I was really heartbroken in walking into that environment to see the kind of people he was associating with immediately. And I told Joanne, I said, you know, unless there's something to get him out of that environment, he's probably got about six months before he's back in prison because the people he was around, the people they invited to his little celebration, you know, it it breaks my heart when I see that, but when people, and and the first thing that he said, when we walked in and out on, on the back patio where he was sitting, He said, oh my, I didn't want you to see me smoking and drinking. And I thought, well, no, isn't that interesting? I didn't say anything. I mean, I didn't say no, no, I didn't point anything. I didn't say anything. But he immediately recognized that we're not the kind of people that he was hanging around. And he was immediately embarrassed for us even to see him joining in some of the things that the old crowd is doing. Well, People like that, I want to get them involved in a mastermind group. I don't know anybody who's been extraordinarily successful, you know, who hasn't utilized the principle of the mastermind group. So it doesn't matter if you're a a small business owner, a personal growth seeker, a consultant, a freelance worker, a real estate agent, artist, or an employee, you can benefit from being in a mastermind group. I mean, being in a mastermind group is like having your own board of directors, except there's no hidden agenda. I mean, that's not somebody looking over your shoulder 
thinking, oh, you shouldn't do that because I'm an investor. No, these are people who come in with objectivity and can be committed to your success. Now, I'm going to cover just a couple things here, and we probably won't go our full 48 minutes today, but I want to cover why you need a mastermind group, how you start a mastermind group, how do you select the members of a mastermind group, you know, and how you run a mastermind group. We'll just see how well, what we can cover here in the next few minutes. Now, I'm getting ready as I'm recording this, we're getting ready to leave and go on the cruise, the, the cruise that we've been talking about for some time, the ultimate advantage. And that is our theme this year, the ultimate advantage, the power of vital connections. And I've got people in there who are going to be talking about who I'm the first day on the cruise. We're leaving from Fort Lauderdale, heading down toward Puerto Rico. So we've got a full day at sea and that full day at sea, we're going to be, I'm going to have a round table with the speakers that I've got. So I've got Michael Hyatt, uh, Michael and Gail Hyatt, Sue Detweiler, Rory and A.J. Vaden, Chris and Rachel McCluskey. And I'm going to be asking them to share about their own experience about the mastermind principle. Now, Mike Hyatt was CEO of a major corporation, Thomas Nelson. So he can talk about what is it like to work together in a large group of employees like that. He can also share about Platform University. Now, the organization that he has together and has about 4,500 people in there in Platform University. A lot of you are members of that. So you know how that works. It's kind of an example of a mastermind. I want Sue Detweiler to talk about she's been in church leadership all of her life. How does that work? What do we expect to have happen in a church grouping? Is that a legitimate example of a mastermind group? You know, how can we make that more effective than what it typically tends to be? Roy Vaden. Roy and AJ are superstars in the sales arena. Uh, Roy's got a brand new book out after, after Take the Stairs. His new book is Permission to Procrastinate. But I want to pick his brain about he has an online membership site for salespeople. So it's just for salespeople, but they have to share what they did today. So they share their struggles, but then they're also encouraged by other people in the group. Again, kind of an example of what a mastermind would look like. Chris McCloskey. Dr. Chris McCloskey, I want him to share. He is the founder, CEO of Professional Christian Coaching Institute. So he brings coaches together. They work together. They share together, learn together. Again, it's kind of top-down training, but in many ways it operates as a mastermind as well. So I want to go through just some of my experiences in a mastermind, why you need a mastermind. Let me get to... Uh, some of my notes here. I've got some pretty massive notes that uh, deal with this. Some pulled from the course that I've got on Udemy on how to start your own mastermind group. Of course, we know King Arthur had his round table. King David surrounded himself with a team of advisors. In the book of Proverbs, King Solomon told us where no counsel is, the people fail, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. You know, it surprises me sometimes how isolated people are today where they're trying to be successful and they're all by themselves. You know, that that's a tough way to do it. You know, you want to be connected with other people to, to shorten your path to success dramatically. Now here's some of the things that I look for, some of the benefits that you can expect from being in a mastermind group, mutual support. I mean, you, we can see how this has worked in groups like Alcoholics Anonymous, Weight Watchers, you know, rather than just, 
you getting on a scale yourself in the morning you go to a group and you have to report in and you say gee i lost you know three tenths of a pound everybody goes yay way to go way to rock man but when you get that kind of support obviously you can expect that in a mastermind group accountability i mean that's a well known fact that if you tell somebody else what you want to accomplish there's more incentive to actually reach those goals Again, just like in Weight Watchers, Alcoholics Anonymous, you share with people what it is you're going to do. You commit to that, and there's more accountability to make that happen. Same thing is true in a mastermind group. You share what you want to do. Those goals become more real. Those people will not only encourage you, but also help you figure out ways to do that successfully. Another benefit would be differing perspectives. I mean, uh, one of the things that has helped me in my success as a coach is simply to help people see things that they currently are missing. They're overlooking. When I work with a, a, a physician and start talking about leveraging their intellectual capital to create a product, an instructional manual that could make them a million dollars a year, you know, they're blown away because they've never thought about ways to make money other than just doing things with their hands that they do as a physician or spending time individually with people so just differing perspectives, that's one of the things that you can expect in a mastermind group. Encouragement. Yeah. I mean, people are starved. I worked with a lady just this week. She's a CEO of a major international company. She says, you have no idea how alone and isolated I feel. She's a CEO of the company. Well, a lot of times, as those of us who work as solopreneurs or free agents or have our own business, you know, it can be kind of lonely. In many ways, being part of a group can give you the encouragement that you need, connect you with relationships that you would otherwise not have. I mean, we can use books as a point of discussion in a mastermind. They can be structured in different ways, but just the relationships that develop go beyond just head knowledge or content so that, I mean, I don't need to worry about uh, pallbearers at my funeral if I needed them. I mean, I've got people in my mastermind who are, would immediately be available and where the relationships, frankly, are deeper and more long-term than those I've ever experienced in a church environment. Usually people look to their church, you know, for Paul Bear's mom. Yeah, I'm, I look to my mastermind. That's where the relationships have gone deep over years and years. Confidentiality. You know, you can expect that. I mean, we have people share things in our mastermind that would i would never expect to go outside of that circle uh, there is that kind of trust that's built up over time another thing would be collaboration i mean how you have people you can draw now you you heard napoleon hill talk about that how you draw on the wisdom of other people i mean that is so true draw on the wisdom of other people you success is using their resources without depleting those resources for that other person. It's not that you take something away from them, but you share those resources and in doing so can accelerate your path to success. Well, there are a lot of examples of success. I have had the privilege of being over in Oxford, England, where C.S. Lewis hung out with his little group that he called the Inklings. Now, they didn't call that a mastermind, but it essentially was that. The Inklings, Tolkien, and C.S. Lewis and those guys hung out, challenged each other, shared each other's documents, and uh, critiqued each other's work and writing before it was introduced anyplace else. I mean, I love that kind of concept. And people like 
uh, Benjamin Franklin had the Hunter group that he started in Philadelphia when he was 26 years old. He invited a few other friends into that. They met for over 40 years together. And in that period of time, out of that little mastermind group came things like the first railroad system, the first fire protection, um, the first library. I mean, those are all things that came out of the work of that small group of guys who were meeting week after week in their group that they called the Junta. Now, here's some of the things, you know, I, I've been in groups that have been 10 people, 12 people is kind of a common number. I think people often gravitate to that because of the example of Jesus with the 12 disciples. And it makes it kind of, kind of a good size with 12 people. Uh, if three people aren't there because of travel schedules or whatever, yeah, that can often happen. And so you still have a group of enough people there where you have the synergy of people getting together like that. Um, so right now, you know, I, I've got a larger group. I've got a group where we have 48. I used kind of the brand and I thought, would it be possible to have a group? We don't meet in person every week, but we do have a lot of interaction every week. We meet online. We have a closed Facebook group and a closed Ning temp template group as well. And then we have weekly calls and then we get together four times a year where we do spend a couple days together, but it's, it's working extremely well. It was kind of an experiment for me. I wanted to see if it would really work, but the, the benefits have been just uh, pretty outstanding and a lot of testimonials in there. People saying that, and, and that is a paid mastermind incidentally in order to uh, facilitate, you know, having bringing in other people and resources and sending out books and resources to people and having fancy meals more together and some fun things. It is a paid group, but people are quick to say, you know, you, there's no price too high to be around other people who are going to pull you up to higher levels of success. So we get a lot of testimonials about that. Now, who should you bite into your mastermind? Just a couple other things or who should you invite in? This shouldn't just be open season or anybody who wants to be in. That's not really what, what, how you put together a mastermind. I mean, you want to look for people who are driven toward excellence. I mean, slackers are just no fun in a mastermind group. They can be your friend, but you don't want them in your group. You want to look for people who have a track record of setting goals and achieving them. And you really do. I mean, you ought to be very, very selective. This just should be like hiring somebody in your company where you're going to interview people and screen them and decide, is this person a fit? Personally, I want people who are readers and thinkers. And I think you should do that. If people aren't readers, they probably aren't going to be on the same path that you're on. And they really don't even understand the essential principle of a mastermind if they're not readers and thinkers. You want people that bring diverse skills. I mean, I'm not really interested in, in a mastermind of all coaches as an example or all authors. I want the diversity. I want people who have businesses that are totally unrelated to mine so I can learn from them in what they're doing. I look for people who represent varied spiritual perspectives. Now, this is a very important area for me, but I like, again, our quotation for today, iron sharpens iron. So I don't want people who are just clones of me. I want people who are in different places than I am, even in their spiritual journey. I like that. I like that kind of interaction. So I purposely look for people that are going to challenge me 
and again, call me to to greatness. I want people who are proven problem solvers. I mean, the purpose of a mastermind group is to come up with innovative ideas, new solutions, move toward excellence and success that you've not yet experienced. Now, here's a really critical component. Look for people who are neither going to be dependent nor independent. Now, this is a real tough issue because if you have people in a mastermind who are all looking, if you create the mastermind and they're all looking to you to be the teacher, the leader, the facilitator, the encourager and all that, that's not really a mastermind. I mean, I look for people, I invited people into my mastermind who have just as much ability to contribute as they do need to receive. So you want people who can contribute. This is not a top-down kind of process. If you have just a group of people that you're going to mentor, you're going to train, then call it something else, but it's probably not a mastermind. A mastermind implies that people are peers, they're equal. So I don't want people in my mastermind who are dependent on me or anybody else in the mastermind. And I also don't want somebody who's just independent, who's never going to connect, never going to participate. There's that sense of interdependence. We want people who will share freely, who will ask freely and produce higher results. I mean, that's kind of the trifecta of, of my mastermind. You know, we want people who, who give freely, ask freely and produce results. I want people, another point here. I want people who have high integrity and reliability. I mean, that's in the millionaire mind, Thomas Stanley identified integrity as the number one characteristic of extraordinarily successful people. So be careful about having people in there where it's known they've already made compromises in their integrity. They're probably going to do the same in your mastermind. That's not the kind of people that you want in there. You want people who are success oriented. Now there are people that you want to avoid having in your mastermind. You want to avoid inviting them in people who are known for being lone rangers. I mean, frankly, there are some celebrities who are used to always be in the center of attention, you know, they could be your friend, but they aren't going to be good participants. There are people who I purposely have avoided inviting into my mastermind because they're used to holding center stage. And that's not what I want in a mastermind. You don't want people who have poor social skills and you can see them. Um, you know, some people just haven't matured very far in that area. You don't want people, I already mentioned, that used to be in the center of attention. You don't want people who have a track record of failed relationships or businesses. Now, I don't mean to imply here you're looking for, you know, perfect people, but there are just some criteria whereby you can make a mastermind extremely productive. Otherwise, you can end up with just, you know, a group of your friends where you get together and kind of hang out for social time, but it's not really functioning as a mastermind. So these are things you ought to be paying attention to if you do want it to be a mastermind. Uh, You don't want somebody that is going to, you know, hold this group captive to proselytize or prospect. I mean, wow, that, that you don't want. And frankly, I think you ought to have a method in which to move somebody out of your mastermind. Now in the masterminds that I've had or been a part of, I've had an annual renewal for that. So in December you decide if you're going to re up, um, If you recommit, it ought to be for a year. If you commit, then you ought to be participating in at least 80% of everything that goes on. If you fall below that, 
yeah, we're going to ask you about it. Maybe it doesn't fit you right now. I mean, we want, I've never been in a mastermind where there's a requirement to stay in. When I say you re up for a year, yeah, there's that commitment. But if you decide in June, Hey, this doesn't work for me anymore. Hey, you're free. Even in the masterminds that I have where people are paying for their membership in that there's no contract on that. There's no annual you're in for a year. There's no, there's no option to pay in advance. I don't even want that. People pay monthly. If you decide this doesn't have value for you, then you have the freedom to drop out. Um, and, and in the mastermind that I have right now, the most powerful mastermind that I have, I've had two people who have dropped out because they got in simply thinking they would get unlimited access to me. And what it turned out they really wanted was coaching. And so we identified that and I said, you know, this really isn't a good model for that. And so we just, they opted out and, uh, have selected personal coaching. That's different. That's not really what I expect to have happen in my mastermind. Now, how often should you meet? I mean, these are the kind of things that you can decide on, but I think that you really ought to meet once a week. We're kind of programmed for that in our culture. Things happen once a week. If you just meet once a month, it's not going to be on the radar enough. There's not going to be enough contact in there. People, it'll be out of sight, out of mind. So I think you ought to meet at least once a week. I would question, I'm sure there are examples of groups that meet more frequently than that. I mean, C.S. Lewis with his group, the Inklings, yeah, they could get together five mornings a week if they wanted to. I mean, that was a little different. That's kind of an informal grouping that turned into a mastermind. But in a structured mastermind, typically once a week is going to be okay. I mean, a group that Dave Ramsey and I had for years, and we called the Eagles group, met every Wednesday morning. We met from 7 to 8.30. So we had 90 minutes before the day started for anybody, no phones ringing, no interruptions. We were in there every Wednesday morning. That works well. I like mastermind groups that start and end promptly. Don't have it be just kind of, we'll show up and see what happens. You know, there ought to be some kind of agenda. In that sense, there needs to be a facilitator, but that responsibility can rotate from person to person. In the group that again, Dave Ramsey and I had, um, Anybody could suggest a book, say, this is a great book. And we covered books that covered the a broad spectrum, you know, business, personal, marriage, Galilee theology, all kinds of things. But somebody could say, here's a really good book. Well, that person was then responsible for walking us through a discussion that may take six, eight weeks, whatever we happen to choose for that. But that person was responsible for doing that. So it didn't just fall on one person all the time. So, I, but I think you ought to start an impromptly. We always did. We started at seven o'clock exactly. And at eight 30, we stood up and walked out. So it was very clear. I like meetings that are done like that. I think you ought to clarify the process, decide what it is going to consist of. I think you ought to have some guidelines that everybody commits to written guidelines. I've got examples, even on our worksheets page, there are some examples of groups that I've had very simple guidelines, just things like we expect you to be there 80% of the time, those kind of things. Identify the benchmarks. How do you, de um, I mean, things like there ought to be a recognition of everybody's birthday. I mean, there are people who don't have anybody that knows when their birthday is as an adult, you know, as little kids. Yeah. You get a birthday party, but what if somebody's turning 42? Well, your mastermind ought to know that you ought to congratulate them on that day anniversaries, other memorable occasions, release of, of books, new products, 
product launches, those things, and those things ought to be shared as a group, celebrated together. I think you ought to plan events together. I mean, we, we have, um, the last time I mastermind, a group came here, and these are people from around the country. They came here. I had chartered a bus, and we had everybody. We drove them down to Miller's Grocery, a little restaurant that Joanna and I like to go to on Friday nights. It's about 45 minutes from our house. So we had a delightful time, everybody in a chartered bus, and went down there together. But those are fun things to do, to, to bond in ways, again, that go beyond just head knowledge, where you're really sharing life together, which is part of the implied process of a mastermind and then track successes and celebrate who's doing what um there are there are other issues but i'm really gonna i'm gonna stop there again i I hope it's been helpful i am i'm always excited about this i get excited about talking about this because i think it's such a important principle and it, it breaks my heart when i run into people again and again and again, who are not part of a mastermind, who are not part of any kind of a group where they're being challenged, encouraged, supported, cheered on all those things that are, that are integral parts of a mastermind. It can be a simple kind of thing. If you're new to a community, don't just look for a mastermind. I mean, most masterminds aren't just open for new people just to wander in because of some of the things that I've identified here, but start your own. I mean, that's really, that was the genesis of the material that I put together that's now on Udemy on how to create your own mastermind. It was because I had so many people saying, well, gee, can I be in your mastermind? Well, no, you can't. That changes. I mean, you, you can't take a mastermind of 12 and open the doors and now it's 20. That changes totally the dynamics of a mastermind and it no longer is a mastermind, frankly, at that point. But my encouragement always was just start your own. Go ahead and just start your own. And that's what we want you to do. So I would encourage people to do that. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Hey, if you got other questions, I mean, feel free to shoot those questions in. As always, you can just go to the 48days.com site, click on the podcast link there and look for the little red starburst. Shoot me your question. Be happy to entertain that uh, on an upcoming radio show here. Um, or you can shoot questions to me directly at askdan at 48days.com. And again, thank you for being part of this community. I hope this has been encouraging and inspirational for you. Let me know about your successes in being part of a mastermind. Ask people around you if they're in a mastermind. You may be surprised at what's happening right around you. So again, we'll go out with our 48 Days song here. Again, I encourage you to be defining what your success is going to look like this year. Don't just settle for what the future brings you without you being in the driver's seat. You heard Napoleon Hill talk about the fact that the only thing holds you back are those things that you decide to let hold you back. Now, next week, I'm going to be talking about people who say, I have no choice. A similar related issue. I have no choice. Really? Yes, you do have a choice. We'll be talking about that. Thanks for being in this process, this amazing group where we are, in fact, finding or creating work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable.
gonna take your whole heart.